0: Have you ever experienced being the villain in someone else's story and how disconcerting and upsetting and frustrating that is? Or maybe you've made someone else the villain in your story. Well, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast and today I'm going to be talking about being okay with being the villain in someone else's story because this is going to happen. It's inevitable and what can you do about it? It's frustrating and irritating and scary and upsetting as it can be. But just before we begin, I just wanna remind you about the uh, detox challenge that we've had running. If you still wanna jump on and join, there's still you can still join. It's You can, all the webinars that I've done through the app on the, so far up to this point, on the actual detox challenge, you can go back and watch in the library on your app, you can get access, there's a special discount on the web app for first time users and it's been an amazing journey to actually go through this detox challenge with you so I know that it's really worth your while jumping on, join us, go catch up on what we've done and I hope to see you there we cannot spend enough time getting our minds right because our minds drive everything also we have our little brainy bundle, if you haven't yet got the brainy bundle and you want to help your children, if you're a teacher parent, grandparent, how to help your child clean up their mental mess, which is basically helping children with their mental health how to process the experiences of life We've got the little brainy toy, which is a ca- brainy character I've created throughout the books. You've got the little toy, which becomes a great way of a child being able to explain how they're changing their brain and how things that have happened to them don't have to necessarily determine how they function in the future. And what's happening to you know, talking about what's happening to brainy is a way of them being able to express what they're going what they're going through. This book is for ages two through ten. I cover trauma, I cover social issues, I cover. How to use a neurocycle so simplistically with children as young as 2 through 10 years of age. And we've even got the coloring book, How to Color with Brainy and Friends, which creates very, it's got various scenarios like bullying, etc. And as the child can point to that, color it in, discuss it, talk about brainy, and it becomes a, a point of contact to be able to give the child the mental skills to be able to deal with what they're being exposed to. So let's dive in. Oh, and by the way, if you like watching my uh, podcast as opposed to just listening just head on over to youtube and look up dr caroline leaf and you can watch me as well so for those of you that were just listening i was holding up my my new book how to help your child clean up their mental mess and i was holding up my little brainy character which is a little toy that we've made that that is based is the little cartoon character in the book to help who walks the mental health journey with you and your child okay let's get back into today's podcast The reality of being a villain in someone else's story can be so frustrating. I know that this has happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you. It's happened in various different situations, sometimes in a work environment, sometimes in with a family member. And I'm thinking of, as I'm saying this to you, I'm thinking of experiences in my own head. And in the moment, it's one of, I personally have experienced so much frustration at how can people think this? when. All I was trying to do was explain a point of view, or help them, or prompt them, or you know be there for them. But it wasn't perceived like that, and it's frustrating. It's very upsetting, especially when it comes to like maybe pretty heavy emotional stuff, or you've had quite a long standing relationship with someone, so it's maybe a good a good friend or a family member who's maybe been going through some sort of emotional trauma, and you've been trying to help them. And they end up making you the villain when you're the one that was doing everything you could to help them. And it's incredibly difficult to deal with that because it's so unfair. It's so wrong. It's so frustrating. You want to say, hey, but that isn't what happened. I did this and I did this and I did this. And you kind of list off all the things that you were doing to It's almost like evidence or proof that, hey, I was there helping you. I did this, and I and I did this, and I did this, and and very often the person who's made you the villain will turn around and say, well, why you justify that, and why do you have to list that, and if you really meant that, why are you trying to, you know, tell me everything that you've done, make me feel worse, and you know, and and then you you feel even worse about yourself, and then your words sometimes can get twisted, and and what you saw was, was loving, kind support can be turned thrown back at you as though you did something bad. And it's it's really hard to deal with. So if you've experienced that, I I really can relate to it. And the fact is that how do we deal with this? How how can we come to terms with this? And one of the main overarching things is how are we going to perceive this? How are we going to look at this? How are we going to look at the situation? And we we literally have to stand back and become very mindful of observing ourselves in the situation, or when we are away from that person or persons, and observe how we are thinking about that situation, the things that we're saying in our head about, I said this and they did that, and you know, to, to really look at the conversation that we're having with ourselves in a very observant way, in a very mindful way, not a mindless way, but a very mindful way, and potentially then also go, as you're explaining it to someone else, how what are the, how are you? How are you doing that? What are your emotions? What are you saying? How are you describing that? And when you observe yourself in a very mindful way as to how you are self talking through that situation or how you are explaining it to someone else, that immediately changes the situation in terms of how you cope with it, because when you observe it, you shift from mindlessly just talk like re experiencing what you experience in frustration and it's kind of going in a circle versus when you become very observant and you stand back and observe yourself and you become very deliberately and intentionally mindful, you become more analytical and that then will help you to change your perception of the situation. Let's face it, eating well can be pricey. But with ButcherBox, you can get incredible deals on premium cuts, Deals this good are hard to come by at the grocery store. We all know that eating well is important for our mind and brain. Research constantly shows that our, a nutritious diet is beneficial for our brain health, but often this comes with a very high price tag. This is why I love ButcherBox. You can easily find high quality meat and seafood you can trust from 100% grass fed beef to free range organic chicken to pork grazed crate free and wild caught seafood all humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones butcher box also offers a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value with exclusive member deals recipe inspiration guides tips and hacks i personally love their chicken tenders i make my famous chicken la king with them for friends and family always a hit in our house and with butcher box i know i'm getting the best quality food for my loved ones with ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com forward slash DrLeaf and use the code DrLeaf to choose your free offer and get $20 off. The link in details will be in the show notes. Because bottom line is that maybe that person who's made you the villain, maybe a time will come where their healing will reach a point or whatever they're going through in their life will reach a point where they change and you're able to sit together and talk about the situation and talk about how what they said hurt you and, and they can say why they did it and you can have a decent conversation and you can solve the problem. But until that happens, if it happens, you've got to deal with that frustration in you because that's a network inside of you. That's a psycho neurobiological network. It's a real neuroplastic change in your brain. It is real change in every cell of your body. And the more frustrated and angry and, and worked up and upset that you get, the bigger that thing is getting. The more you think about it in a negative way, the more it's consuming you. And the and and your brain is growing. It's actually getting thicker. Where the, where the memories, you know, you're growing more brain tissue around this particular, this particular experience and it's not healthy, the growth. It's an unhealthy growth. It's like that toxic tree I always talk about. So therefore it's affecting your mental health. It's creating this feedback loop between your mind, brain, body. Your body's not going to feel great because it affects the cells because every memory is also in our cells. And so wherever, whichever part of your body is maybe vulnerable to whatever, in coming coming through the bloodline you can start experiencing you know uh, pain there for example like when I'm very stressed out and not managing I feel immediate physical pain in my heart that's one of the first places that I will feel my heart literally feels painful and I recognize that fast and do something about that and I know that so when I'm in this when I'm the villain of someone else's story and I'm so upset about it my heart gets physically sore because my body's responding and my brain I know that that network is not healthy so it's creating inflammation. it's creating vulnerability it's changing my neurochemicals it's blocking my ability to think clearly it's, it's it's just not healthy it's not healthy in mentally and physically so it's better to to accept that this is how they are seeing it this is their perception another person's perception is coming from where they're at in that moment and no one is ever always the same we are always changing we're always different we always like how you feel now is going to be different to how you feel in an hour's time or 10 minutes time or three days time. And research has been done where if you, if a person is feeling, for example, in a certain anxiety or whatever, going through certain physical, physical chronic illnesses or whatever. But if you, if you, it feels like you're always in that state. But if you, if you question a person over time, like with hours in between or days in between, there's some of those moments where they don't feel like that. So the point I'm making is that it may feel like this is always going to be like this and that person's always going to be like that, but nothing is always. Let me say that again. Nothing is always. That person is going to event is changing all the time and maybe for the worse, maybe for the better. You also changing. So the fact is that the changes are happening, but you make your own changes. Yes, we influence each other, but ultimately, We influence each other but ultimately you're the one making that change now you can't change them but you can change yourself so what do you need to change if you've been made the villain of someone else's story you need to change how it's affecting you the self-talk the way that you're sharing it with other people the way you it's upsetting you the way it's impacting your life when you stand back and observe how it's impacting your life maybe it's affecting your ability to just relax because every moment that you're not working or you know, distract in some way, your mind goes back to that. And every time you're thinking about it without a solution, without reconceptualizing it, you're actually getting more stuck. And that's not good for you. And then the more you do it, you know, the worse kind of carries on. And so you that by observing yourself, you can see, geez, I've thought about this thing like literally the whole day. Every time I haven't been working, I've been thinking about this thing and it's making me feel terrible. By having those sorts of conversation with yourself, you then make the decision that I don't want this. What happened was wrong. I acknowledge it. I gather awareness of all those emotions. You know, do a neurocycle, reflect on it, you know, write it down, get it out in an organized way and then get to that reconceptualization and recognize that no one is always going to be like that. So even though you, or you feel in the moment that oh, you're always going to have this, this situation with this person, or you're always going to feel in this negative way. You are going to change. And so is that person and reconceptualize it to see things like maybe. You know, that's what—that's where they are at this moment. That's how they're coping. And yes, it's unfair, but you can't take their stuff and put it in you. And by you getting mad about it, you're actually allowing, like almost like connecting. You—you connected to them. You are entangled. We call it the entanglement theory in quantum physics. Whereas if you disconnect, if you cut that tie, you unplug. You can then protect yourself, and that can then get weaker and weaker. So yes, acknowledge the hurt, but in the recon, go goes through the neuro cycle to help you process it, but in the reconceptualization, you need to start giving yourself alternative statements, which are, I can't fix that person, things like this. I can't fix that person. I can't change the fact that they think that I'm the villain. It's okay that they think that because that's where they are. It may not be right, but that's where they are. I can't fix where they are and I have to keep moving forward. I'm not going to change that. Maybe I will get the opportunity, but the chances of that happening are totally unpredictable. So I'm going to have to learn to recognize that this is the situation. They're there because of whatever reason. I'm now going to have to move forward and practice putting this to bed. And your active reach would be each time you catch yourself going down that rabbit hole, you say, no, I'm changing. That person's changing. I'm not going to let it affect me. I'm going to hope for the best, something like that. So it's practically grabbing when you find yourself negatively saying something, is grabbing that little alternative statement, that active reach statement. That's why it's so great using the app because you can set the active reach to go off every couple of hours and then it can pop up and remind you. You can also have it written down somewhere. You can have it on a post-it stuck on your computer, whatever. You can just remind yourself that every time you get sucked back into thinking about the frustration of being the villain of someone else's story, you just see that statement come up and you say, it's okay, it's okay. I can let them make me the villain. It doesn't matter. I can disentangle. I don't have to let their emotions become part of my emotions. I've gone, done the work, but I'm, I'm practicing. So it's a statement that'll help you then move forward. So I've got a couple of, I've got a couple of statements that you can use. Let me just find my statements that I wrote out here. Sometimes you, you may have to, what also helps a lot is to have a little, have self-compassion for yourself. So it's justifiable to feel angry or frustrated. That's okay to feel like this. You may have to have compassion for that other person, even if you don't feel like you want to have compassion, but there's maybe that family bond and realize that they're going through something and that self-compassion, that compassion for them will also help you deal with it better because you don't have to take what they're going through and make it part of you, but you can have compassion for what they're going through. Use use the experience that you're going through as an opportunity for personal growth. You know, what have you learned from this like, for example, I know when it's happened to me, it's made me extremely aware of making other people villains in my story. You know, when something happens to me and it feels so unfair and I'm saying this person did this and this, I realize I'm making them the villain. And then I, I, I will learn and say, okay, is this valid? How much of a villain are they? And get more realism, realistic around that situation. You may, you may need to set some boundaries because The other person's perception is rooted in an ongoing conflict perhaps or unhealthy dynamics. So you may have to create a boundary. If they're not changing and it's continuing, you may have to create a boundary to protect yourself with, with compassion. And other people, often other people who benefited the most from your lack of boundaries are the ones that very often are making you the villain of their story. So when you set boundaries, this can stop that and can make them angry, but it's, you're doing something for yourself. So, Often people who benefited the most from your lack of boundaries will make you a villain when you set boundaries, like how dare you, you're so bad. So when this does happen, it's a, it's actually a good sign that you're doing something for yourself. Think of people in your life who have, who have not made you a villain and recognize and appreciate those people. This is a great, great act of reach. I do that. So people that I you know, get so consumed sometimes by being the villain in someone's story, but if you think of some someone else who hasn't made you the villain Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. The Bank of America and A member FDIC. Are you tired of feeling tired? Do you always hit snooze, then slam your head straight back on the pillow? We have all been there. An important part of my daily mind management routine that helps me feel less exhausted is Magnesium Breakthrough by BioOptimizers. Optimizers. It is an all-natural supplement that helps you reduce fatigue and sleep more peacefully. It even supports muscle strength and helps improve heart and brain function. While most magnesium supplements aren't full spectrum, Magnesium Breakthrough is the only magnesium supplement on the market that contains optimal ratio of all seven essential types of magnesium. Imagine having the strength and energy to get out of bed every morning and face the day boldly to be able to show up as your best self and keep the energy up through the day and into the night. If you want to feel more energized and get the best night's sleep, you've had in forever check out biooptimizers.com forward slash that's biooptimizers.com forward slash drleaf by using the promo code drleaf10 you'll unlock a special discount and up to two free travel size bottles of magnesium breakthrough with your order that is biooptimizers.com forward slash drleaf with the code drleaf10 you'll be amazed at how much better you feel about taking magnesium breakthrough the link in details will be in the show notes so too often we dwell more on the negative than the positive. And remember, people always change. Remember that. Remind yourself of that all the time. That's a great active reach statement. Some helpful mantras related to this are things like, their truth is not mine. So that could be a great little mantra, the active reach that you, that you could use in, in addition to the other ones that I'm sharing with you. Here's another one. Just because you're the villain in someone else's story, it doesn't mean that you're not the hero in yours. So you could say that. Or how other people see you does not determine your own worth. Another one. Don't give people the power to be your judge, jury and executioner. I hope this has helped you because I know I needed help with this. And so, and I know this is something that people have reached out and asked me to talk about that. So, and so just in summary, understanding that you cannot control how others perceive you is going to free you. You cannot control how others perceive you. I know that you know this, but it's worth hearing it. And sometimes their perception may be completely, in fact most of the time it's beyond your influence, you may or may not be able to influence their perception, you have to make peace with that. It's okay to get let go of trying to change their viewpoint, don't wipe yourself out trying to convince them. If you've tried a bit and you've done it with compassion, move on. Being seen as the villain in someone else's story does not define your worth or character. At the end of the day, you have to live with and accept yourself. That means if being a villain in someone else's narrative, so be it. Can you accept yourself? Embrace your villain era. If that's what's happening, just embrace it because it's not defining who you are. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share, leave me a five-star review and don't forget to jump in and join me next week where I talk about all things related to mind management to help us just be decent humans. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline E. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.